And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Welcome to what I wish people knew about postpartum depression. A friend of mine is about to enter into her third trimester, and she called me the other day in a state of complete panic about postpartum depression. She called me for a very specific reason. I am scared that I won't see it, so what does my partner need to know? And this got me thinking, why doesn't everyone share this information with partners, family members, our best friends, etc.? It's very common for close friends and family members to be helping out new mamas during the first few weeks or even longer after birth. So why not inform them of the signs and symptoms of postpartum depression? This is not paranoia, it is smart safety planning, especially if you meet the criteria of one or more of these risk factors. So here are some of the risk factors of postpartum depression. Changes in hormone levels after giving birth, a history of depression, a history of anxiety, family history of mental illness or depression, acute stress, challenges such as having a child with special needs, premature birth, or etc. Recent life stressors such as losing a loved one, unemployment, financial troubles, having a baby later in life, being a young mother, not having a support system, and anxiety or depression during pregnancy. So what do I need to know about postpartum depression? Postpartum depression is often confused with what people call the baby blues. The baby blues are the expected emotions following childbirth like feeling weepy, tired, stressed, anxious, and so on. And this is really similar to some of the symptoms of postpartum depression, but there's one really important difference. The baby blues will naturally fade and go away on their own, while postpartum depression will not. Postpartum depression is a type of a major depressive episode or a bipolar disorder, which is a mood disorder, and it requires that you seek treatment. So here are some of the signs and symptoms of postpartum depression. Severe and consistent depressed state or mood swings, trouble bonding with your baby, anxiety about being a good mom, severe fatigue or feeling drained all the time, isolating yourself from friends and family, insomnia or sleeping too much, losing interest in things that you used to enjoy, difficulty concentrating, panic attacks, intense anxiety, thoughts of self-harm or suicide, changes in appetite, racing thoughts, feelings of guilt, shame, and blame, crying frequently and uncontrollably for long periods of time, and thoughts of hurting the baby or running away. So it's really important to know um, with all of these symptoms that although postpartum depression typically begins shortly after giving birth, it is really important to remember that it can occur weeks or even months after giving birth. Symptoms can even appear during pregnancy. In fact, 50% of postpartum symptoms begin prior to giving birth. This is called peripartum episodes. It's important to inform your doctor of any changes in mood, health, and overall wellness. So what are some precautionary measures that you should take? Talk to your partner, family, and friends about the signs of postpartum depression. And talk to your doctor. Inform your healthcare provider if you notice any of the above symptoms or other changes. Ask for referrals for therapists in advance. The more information and resources you have on hand, the better. Make some plans for afterbirth. 
Search for and join a mother support group. Schedule in me time. Make a plan for loved ones to come and help with the baby. This is called respite care and is very important for your mental well-being. Monitor feelings of anxiety and depression and tell your doctor right away. Okay, so with all of this, let's say that you're now thinking, I have postpartum depression, now what? Talk to your doctor about your concerns, mention any symptoms you have been experiencing, and ask what they recommend. Make an appointment with a therapist or a psychiatrist. If you're not sure how to find one, you can ask your doctor or insurance agency for a referral. Is money an issue? You don't have insurance? So there is a website called Open Path that you can search for therapists in your area that offer discounted rates. You can tell someone that you trust right away and ask for help with the baby. Don't beat yourself up. Postpartum depression is common and you are not alone. According to the American Psychological Association, one in seven women experience postpartum depression. The sooner that you seek treatment, the sooner this will pass and you'll begin to feel like yourself again. It is also important that you give yourself time to heal. Don't take on too much and try to cut down on some responsibility if you can. Even without postpartum depression, moms need time to rest and adjust to this new life. Remember that your body has gone through a lot of changes in a really short period of time, so be patient with yourself. I cannot emphasize enough that postpartum depression does not mean that you're a bad mother and it is not your fault. There's a tremendous amount of stigma when it comes to mental illness. Add this to the crippling anxiety about all the big decisions you have to make as a parent and picturing all the ways you could mess this up. And now you have to tell others that you have postpartum depression as if parents don't receive enough scrutiny and judgment from others. It's easy to imagine the guilt, shame, and other negative emotions this could potentially cause. So let me leave you with this final thought. The difference between a bad parent and a good parent it's not that you were perfect and you made all the right decisions. It is that you did the best that you could, and that doesn't always mean doing it alone. Sometimes the best we can do is seeking help for the things that we aren't so great at, or while we're getting help for ourselves. I know already that my kids will need a math tutor beginning in third grade because that's where my knowledge of math pretty much ends. This is simple, it's easy to admit, it's, it's even laughable. If we call on tutors to make up for our academic limitations, pediatricians for lack of medical knowledge, and our mothers for insider trading tips on infant care when they just won't stop crying, then we shouldn't hesitate to call on a therapist or psychiatrist for our mental health either. Just as we cannot expect to be experts and gifted in all areas of life, we can't expect to never need help or a break. We so easily seek help for our children, our friends, our family members, and yet we are reluctant to do the same for ourselves. So know your strengths and know when the best you can do is asking for some help, and this includes getting help for yourself. That doesn't make you a bad mother, that makes you an amazing one. So, for this week's self-care challenge, last week uh, our self-care challenge was to identify two or three things that you're proud of or like about yourself. How did you do, Grace? So I did do this um, only one night this week. Um, I had kind of a bit of a stressful day. Um, so I just kind of tried to pick myself up and, and say three positive things about myself that weren't just, you know, I'm a daughter or whatever. Um, 
So I did do it, and I did have kind of a boost in my, my confidence and felt a little better about myself after. Did you do it? Nice. That sounds like it was really helpful for you. Yeah, it was helpful. It was good to, to compliment myself and, and remember that there are things I like about myself or I'm good at. Nice. I actually did it too. I use this uh, note app called Keep from Google and uh, I just made a list one day where... I actually only did it one day, but... I did too. That's okay. I did more than two or three things because it was nice to just pat myself on the back and to give myself some kudos about mm -hmm. some things that I do like about myself and that I am doing really well at. Um, yeah. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and so often we focus on what we're doing wrong or what I could do better. Um, so it can be really helpful to focus on that side. Awesome. So for this week's self-care challenge, uh, we want you to write out a positive affirmation on a note card or sticky note and put it somewhere where you can see often. So that might be like your bathroom mirror or somewhere near your bed uh, where you charge your phone in the morning. Uh, focus on an area topic that you would like to see some change for yourself. For example, for someone who wants to work on accepting oneself and strengthening relationships with others, you could write something like, I am worthy of love. I give love and deserve love too. Um, so try that out and let us know if you have any questions or any comments about that and we will talk about how it went for us. Um, but as always, thanks for listening to what I wish people knew about postpartum depression. <laughs>